Yeah, I heard you like tap on your mic and then it went away. No. Don't tell me what I did and didn't do. Uh, okay, fine. You, you didn't or didn't. You did or didn't tap on your mic and make it go away. Did you hear that? Was that loud enough for you? No. It wasn't, it wasn't loud enough. Harder. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. I'm Quinn. And this is Sonny. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about um, some comic book stuff. Um, there's, It's going to be a packed uh, really? episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is Comics Collective, and you guys are going to be hearing about comic book stuff. Um, so we're going to be talking about some Batman stuff. Um you know, I, I, I dropped the ball on this one. So, uh, Quinn, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us what we're going to be talking about. But before we get into that, Nick, I think they should hit uh, all, all the likes and subscribes and share it with your grandma. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, go ahead and find your grandmother. Tell her to log into Instagram. I know she has one. I follow her. Um, so <laughs> follow us at Comics Collective on instagram follow us on comics collect i3 on twitter um and then comics collective on facebook follow us like us tell us what you think and uh let your grandmother know i'm watching yeah and uh <laughs> and uh guys if you want to follow nick's grandma that is uh grand grams for you and instagram wow four and the letter u all right well we're gonna start with the really sad crap and then we're gonna we're gonna go backwards we're gonna go to things we're excited about guys so uh sonny you can probably help me out with this one uh so joel schumacher has unfortunately passed away yes joel Uh, schumacher has passed away phenomenal director with some movies (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would say that he was a mixed <clears throat> bag for me, but nevertheless, yes. very sad for the comic book industry. He is uh, he is known for his bat nipples on Batman Forever and Batman... What's the other one? <laughs> Batman Forever and uh, Batman and Robin. He's, oh, he's, he's, known for, he's known in for making the bad Batman movies, but he's known for other movies that he's done as well that were or groundbreaking at the time when they first came out. He liked to cast young actors, and a lot of young actors um, were saddened to hear of his passing, like Matthew McConaughey, because he cast him in his movie for the first time. Mm -hmm. But to Uh, the Batman movies. (laughs) But yeah, to the Batman movies, uh, that's where we got the Bat credit card, the Bat nipples, and ice puns from Mr. Freeze, casted... uh, by uh Schumacher himself, that's um uh Arnie, Arnie, good old Arnie. Oh my god, yeah, Batman, that was Batman and Robin. Yeah, you know what? Let me tell you though, um, despite their performances, I have to say that those movies got some star power, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, not utilized very well. Star power sometimes can't but, save a movie. That right, is, right, that is 100% right. correct, but for something like the Batman movies back when those came out, I was kind of surprised even to this day that like 
Arnold Schwarzenegger at his height was willing to take that on. Um, the same with uh, Tommy Lee Jones, you know, uh, Jim Carrey. I mean, these are all like really big names, especially when those movies were coming out. Well, the the Batman Forever was the better movie of the uh, you know of the last the last four movies because Batman uh, Batman and Robin was just. <laughs> oh man like when i was yep. younger when i was younger i used to think that no i didn't think it was good i thought that um he was a good mr freeze because at the time i really didn't know about mr freeze um i just thought it was just a character that was like the, that that's how he was in the comic because i didn't read a lot of dc books and then we got the uh batman animated mm-hmm. stuff and it was like oh Mr. Freeze, like that's how he's supposed to be, <laughs> shit like that. So now, you, now you look up, at, you look back at that movie, now like, holy shit, this is bad. But you know, you could look at that up. You could look at Batman and Robin, yeah, Batman and Robin, and like, oh yeah, this is just an updated version of the old uh, '60s cartoon. I mean, '60s TV show. And yeah, I mean, I know that's how like people of my father's <laughs> age really look at it. It's just like that kind of can't carry it over from the TV shows and. My father doesn't see anything wrong with those, but you know, right. I think it's just uh, it, it depends, I guess, on what you grew up on. I, I grew up on dark and gritty Batman, so when I got around to seeing Batman, Robin, Batman Forever, I was just like, What is this? <laughs> I mean, even as a kid, I was just like, This is not the Batman I know, yeah, I guess. Because growing I, like I said, I don't even I don't remember Batman from a few things growing up, and he wasn't really dark and gritted me. I, I've read, for me anyway, for you could be Miles may vary. But when I watched, um, or when I read rather, Dark Knight Returns, I assumed that, that was like a future story because you know, I wasn't. I was into comic books. I really wasn't deep into comic books like that. So I just assumed that that was just like a future tale of the Batman of, of Batman in the future. Which it was, and we, that's not his primary future though he has multiple timelines but right that's a whole different thing but i thought that it was like oh yeah this is batman and then when i watched those movies because batman and batman returns were were dark yeah and and different so when we got to batman and robin not batman rock you forget because it's so weird how the movies are batman 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 returns batman forever and then batman and robin it should have been batman and robin and then batman forever yeah but it's just a weird titling, but I always thought that movie was just like super campy like that, and it was just like, okay, this is not Batman, but this is like the 60s Batman, because I actually watched that too when I was a child, too, on reruns. But, you know, all in all, it's, it was, some people liked it, some people didn't. I prefer Batman forever to Batman and Robin. Like, I won't even watch Batman and Robin, and I can't be mad at George Clooney, because he even makes fun of himself for doing it, because he, you know, he apologized to people when he didn't have to, but you know, right. he didn't have to do that. He just he chose to do it. But you know, the movie was cool. Um, I mean, Batman Forever was cool. Batman and Robin was just like another episode of the '60s cartoon, just updated. Yeah, seriously. Have you watched any other Joe Schumacher movies? Um, I'm not positive that I have. Uh, like uh, you ever see Lost Boys? Oh yes, I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that is the only other thing that I think that he has done that I've 
Sorry, Short. guys. Technical difficulties. Yeah, you know, it's got to be something. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to pull in a different Nick from a different universe. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I can't say, say, I can't say it's all... I'm looking through his IMDb now, and I can't say that I've seen a whole lot of stuff that he has done. Um, which, you know, I... I kind of surprised I but uh, yeah, I, he, might, he, I might have seen the Phantom of the Opera. That's about it. He did Flatliners, which they remade, that had Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, William Baldwin, Oliver Platt, and Kevin Bacon. That was a really good movie. Hmm. Um, it was a psychological horror in 1990 um, where you pretty much you die. They were they were they were, uh, they were in um, Oh my God, I'm trying to think of the word, the right word to say. They were in medical school and they came up with this new way. Like, they tried to see what it would be like to die. And when they died, they brought them back. But when they, when they died, they brought something back with them. So it okay. was like, a, it was very, like, this, if it wasn't for this movie, you wouldn't have had like all those other movies that came out. Like, oh, you die, you bring something back. Oh no. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he also did Falling Down, the great Falling Down movie. I, you got what is he saying? Uh, sorry. Uh, he's saying his phone is not turning on. He's got to figure that out and come back. Okay. Oh, gotta love, gotta love technical technical difficulties. We're gonna keep going, boys. All right. So we're gonna keep talking about Joel Schumacher for a minute. Uh, Falling Down was another good movie he did, and honestly, I just found out that he did direct that movie, and I didn't know he did. Um, it was a crime. It's a crime thriller movie about a man who just like was just getting beat up his whole life, and he he just like the Joker. He was like everybody can have that one bad day. He definitely did. He just went fucking crazy. Uh, it had Michael Douglas in it. He was divorced, unemployed, former defense engineer, and he just he wanted a second chance with his wife, and he would just get his car broke down, all types of crazy stuff in the movie, and he just snapped. He just snapped. He wanted his son, and he couldn't get his son, and blah, blah. It, it was just a wild movie, wild chase up and down, him doing stuff in the movie. It was crazy. Um, he also did uh, Nicolas Cage, 8mm, a movie about snuff films. <laughs> uh, that that came out in 99. He also did... Uh, these are the movies I'm seeing that I saw that I'm talking about. He did... Uh, Bad Company was a horrible fucking movie. I saw that in the movie that they had Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, so, I think I remember that one. So I want to say it one more time. Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins and Chris Rock in a movie together. That's a weird pairing. <laughs> That's a super weird pairing. Because Chris Rock, I, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Chris Rock, but he cannot, to me, he cannot play a straight character unless, I don't know. Maybe he can now because we'll see what that new Saw movie coming out. But he always got to crack a joke or he, he writes in his stuff. I guess he got to make a joke about something. But it definitely was not a good movie. Oh, man, I can't wait for that movie Jigsaw to come out. I almost forgot about that. Uh, he also did Phone Booth with Colin Farrell early in his career. And that was a really good movie about a man stuck in a phone booth the whole movie. And he kept making it like he was a terrorist, but he was in the phone booth the whole movie. It was really good. Um, he did the number 23 that people don't like. 
I think you've seen that, right? Number 23? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, you didn't like the number 23, but he directed that movie as well. And I think, well, that's all that I remember that I've seen, but he's done a bunch of movies. Uh, when he died on uh, on June 22nd, he died from cancer, so we can move this along. I, I love him to death. I love him to death. We're going to move this along. So he died on June 22nd, and he died from cancer. Never knew he had cancer. Why the day after he died, Jim Carrey and Matthew McConaughey uh, praised him for being like a great director and directing them in different movies and stuff like that. Because you know, like I said, he worked with he worked with Jim Carrey twice in yeah. Batman Batman Forever and then Number Twenty Three. And he worked with Matthew McConaughey. He started Matthew McConaughey off early in uh, his movie, uh, Jesus, well, A Time to Kill with Samuel Jackson. He also did another movie that I love called DC Cab. It's an old-ass movie because I'm an old-ass guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that movie. You and, said it. <laughs> right. Like He wrote screenplays for Call Washington with some more black movies that I didn't know he did, which makes him, in my man, the... Um, He's a kind of a hero because I love those movies, those old movies from back in the day. And he 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 was he wrote it. He wrote some of those movies. It was didn't know that shit. But so you know, he's he has a special place in my heart now. Um, yeah. But what else are we want to bring up to now, Quinn? Um. Well, what I want to bring up. Uh, sad that Nick can't join us for this, but um. So we yeah. have a debut trailer that came out uh, a couple days ago. Um, of, uh, I guess the, I guess I would call it the relaunch of the animated movie universe. Yes. Um, which I have a mixed bag up, uh, mixed bag feelings about, but, uh, it's called Superman Man of Tomorrow. And, um, from what I gather from the trailer, this will be, um, a, a more updated, uh, different version of his origin story. Uh, his meaning Superman's origin story. Um, I really like the art on it, um, but I am skeptical that this will be a tired retread no matter who the villain he's fighting in the movie is. Wow, you think so? I, I feel like I've seen it so many times in media. Hmm, I don't know. I, I think I mean, they, they, how, they how might be... About it? I think it's going to be... Because, the you know, the... I, the villain, he the first villain he fights. I don't know if anyone hasn't seen this trailer. He fights Lobo first off. Like, wow, ne- never been in an origin where he's fought Lobo off the bat. That's a hell of a a first fight to fight yes, Lobo. And, I, and something I do want to praise though is that from the the look of the trailer, mind you, mm-hmm. this is we're all we're talking about today is the trailer. Just the trailer. No one's seen it yet. Right. Um. But what I have to praise is I really like the the premise of like an early suit yes that that isn't just like his like you know his uh his like bodysuit that he normally wears the s on his chest with a cape i'm glad that they didn't do some kind of weird interpretation of that like a blanket wrapped around him or something like i was expecting them to do from like uh new 52 but um yeah i so i had to praise that i like the like uh it almost looked like an old flight got like helmet and goggles that he was wearing. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's exactly and, what it was. Yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like that kind of got like got me thinking, like, all right, cool. Like they're not gonna just have him go from like 
boy finding out his powers to like immediately knowing what he's doing and goes to Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's really important and like not to get too off track, but that that's what uh, you and I were discussing about Stargirl earlier and how the show captures um, just a lot of uh, Courtney Stargirl messing up and like not doing not doing the right thing and like not really being a good team leader and like that's all stuff you got to learn. And so I think that Man of Tomorrow um, could possibly explore that side of Superman of him, you know, uh, learning over time and getting better. And um, like you said, he's going to have a hell of a fight with Lobo on his hands. Definitely. Uh, Lobo. And and another thing we didn't bring up, too, Martian Manhunter was in it, too. I like the fact. That's why I think it's different. I th- I like the fact that he meets another alien, so he knows he's not alone. That's the that's the thing I like about it. Because yeah, that's an in, interesting it, way of thinking and thinking about. It. I didn't think about it like that. Because you know, and then you know, Martian Man, John Jones, the Martian mm-hmm. Man, he just stays the way he looks in all the trailer. They had some kind of restaurant somewhere, and he's probably using his psychic powers to like let people not see him. Mm-hmm. But he's like there with Clark, just drinking coffee or whatever, and it's just like it's different. I like that. I'm hoping this will be, I mean, DC just kicks ass in animation anyway. And it's amazing how Marvel just does not, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like it's cra- They got Disney under their belt. Get some Disney animators. Be like, hey, let's start this Marvel production and let's do that. But yeah. Um, well, Marvel has a, from what I understand, Marvel still has that separation between the um, the the TV rights and the movie rights. So they're not. So I feel like TV isn't as on board with the way that um, Marvel Studios kind of operates daily. How they like they're always seeding for a new thing, always trying to get fans interested in the new thing. I feel like the television shows, as of recently, have for Marvel have been like um, trying to play off the movies. Like we got Earth's Mightiest Heroes canceled in favor for another Avengers TV show um, that felt and looked a little bit more like the movie universe without it really being the movie universe, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where DC, they just kind of throw everything at the wall. They're like, oh, well, here's this like new and interesting story. And, oh, uh, I'm glad you liked that. But like now here's an adaptation of like one of our big comic books that, you know, everyone enjoys. And then like, let's flip flop back to another original story. And, oh, hey, did you like Justice League Unlimited? Well, cool. Here's this other animated movie that's kind of just like that. And like they play around a little bit. They have a little more fun with it. Well, I don't think that's... I'll go ahead, finish. Yeah, I just don't feel like they... Uh, I don't think they take it as seriously as Marvel does, where they're like, everything has to be uniform, and and uh, everything's got to be connected, and whether it be on TV or the movies, and I think it's just kind of not working. Well, um, to, be, to, to go back to what you were saying, DC, the, the animated movies, they all are connected. They, they all are connected. Some only ones are like when it says original movie, they won't. Those are like different, like like your uh, um, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, Volume One and Volume Two. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. The, but, the, yeah. the new Justice League movie. Um, the uh, the Killing Joke. 
Yeah, those yeah. movies. But they that's act- what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was I was saying about the whole animated universe they have. Well, that's what I'm saying. DC is DC is willing to have an animated universe and have things that are out of continuity. Just something different for kind of everybody. And that's why I kind of like about oh, it. Okay. Yeah, I I mean if that's the case, that's that's the best thing they can do. Because Absolutely. then you have all your all your characters are being seen in some way some way shape or form like you have your right. tv shows you have your uh your cartoons there's the different teen titans go like every kid knows about teen titans go i mean just teen titans in general so when they see movies like um i don't know if you ever seen it yet but the teen titans versus the teen titans go that was a really good fucking movie like if, personally i wish they would put that in theaters because it was really good it was really okay. good um not to say I didn't like the Teen Titans movie they had, but just I, I assume like that could have been a great follow up to right. it, you know. Um, but I don't, everything is like I love it. Marvel they tried to do their little cinematic universe thing with the Avengers movies, but they only had like the the two the two movies that were connected, and then they had the last Avengers I think it was called, or was it Next uh, Avengers? Avengers Next. next. Avengers next. So yeah, Avengers the one next. With the kids in Ultron. Right, because then they did that, and then all of a sudden, you know, it could have been loosely based on the 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 Avengers movies they had, but then they just like, no, it's not. I mean, the only thing that came from that is they took that and put that into the comic books at some point, but then you know that's yeah. gone now too. So, but, but yeah, like you're right. They don't take chance. Marvel, I don't think. I think it's because Disney. Probably, maybe I don't know. We all we don't know what's going on, but I think they should try to give it a goddamn chance to get some more I shows mean, out there. Even be even before Disney, they weren't taking chances like that. The last time they really like went kind of balls to the wall was in the '90s, like right after they did like X Men the animated series and Spider Man the animated series. They thought they could get like different with it. Then they were like, "All right, well, we'll do Evolution and we'll do Spider Man Unlimited and stuff like that." Now all of them didn't work, but they tried. They don't do stuff like that anymore. No. So, um, sorry, I'm uh sitting here trying to see uh where where Nick got off to. Yeah, because I can't, I can't, uh, I can't check because it'll cut us off. Yeah, I got you. Thankfully, I have our laptop up for the show notes and things too. Um, but anyway, um, I think we've, uh, hit that topic well enough. So, uh, so I guess my, my closing thought on that, uh, or my closing question, I should say is, uh, Willie, are you interested in buying that when that comes out? Superman, uh, sorry, what, what is it called? <laughs> man of Tomorrow. <laughs> man of Tomorrow. I keep, I keep wanting to say Man of Steel because this yeah. is what I'm so used to. Man of Tomorrow. Are you, are you excited for it and are you going to buy it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's definitely one of the ones that I'll get because I've been looking at trying to get all the animated movies. It's like 200 bucks to get all of the Oof. all of the early um, DC Universe movies when they weren't like connected or whatever. And then they had all of the animated stuff that was connected, all the animated universe stuff connected in there. I think give or take maybe two or three movies weren't involved in this box set that came out. Cause I know all the Batman movies in there, like Bad Blood. Um, oh, jeez, who was the other one called, Quinn? Um, Batman versus Robin was Batman versus Robin. Yeah, Bad yeah. Blood. 
Uh, and I know Ninja Turtles is not going to be in it. So I had yeah. to buy that. So I would have to buy that one separate. Is that is that weird one with the penguin going to be in it? Penguin? What you mean? I don't know. There's some weird one where it's like penguin and like mutated animals. That's the and Batman everything... one. That's, that's Ninja Turtles. No, 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 no. This oh, one oh, 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 oh. You're yeah. talking about the, uh, the, the toy line? No, it's not involved. It's a toy line. And they like getting robots no. and shit like that too, right? No, no, man. This was like a kid show. Batman looked like short and blocky. Everything looked kind of short and blocky. It was oh, Batman no, none of versus... no. Yeah, it, it like it was a DC Universe animated film, but it was geared towards a smaller. I mean, you want the Lego uh... Legos Lego shit? Nah, bro. All right, I gotta look this up real quick. Because there's a because they have a lot of those Lego movies too that I don't even pay attention to. As long as it's Lego movie, if it ain't Lego movie, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Lego movie. It's not yeah. tied to anything else. Yeah, he also had some stuff where it was like mutant animals, and he had like Green Arrow, Nightwing, Red Robin. And Batman, but those were like off things. Like they didn't even uh, acknowledge. They didn't even get those. Those didn't even get a Blu-ray release. They just got DVD releases for kids to buy because they went with a toy line. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Of course, I can't find it now. It's a it Batman movie with the it like literally just out last year. It was called like Rise of the something or another. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, this is gonna but, uh, this is gonna kill me until I find it. We're gonna have to table that, I guess, because I need to find. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on now, now of course I can't find it, and I remember it was like a big thing where people were like, "Who are they making this for?" Um, but all right. So, uh, so our next topic is uh, according to comic book resources. Um. Unfortunately, uh, it looks like the Immortal Hulk, which has been one of Marvel's best-selling titles, uh, even outselling some books over at DC that it probably shouldn't, uh, is ending officially at issue 50. Yep. Um, do you find this to be a good thing or a bad thing, Sonny? Um, we don't want to, you don't want a, a good story to keep running just keep running and running and running and running. I mean, it's going to ha- it's going to it's going to have to lead to something. So they might just stop at fifty, and then pick up with something else that's happening. Because we got to get the mystery of the green door taken care of and and whatnot, and all the hawks that can resurrect for some reason, which is weird in itself. But it's it's a new version of the hawk that everybody loves. It's just crazy body horror hawk. Kill it, not killing people because he really doesn't, he still doesn't kill people. But it's just like he just does stuff and it's like awesome, like vigilante type stuff. But he's a Hulk, yeah. Um, for me, for the Immortal Hulk series, um, I first off, I love it, and it's the first time I have read Hulk since oh man, uh, who was that that was writing Hulk for a long time, Paul Denny. Not Paul Denny. Um, no, shit. no. Um, Good Lord, no. Um, yeah, it wasn't Paul Denny. He does crime stuff. Sorry. Um, damn, now I can't think of his was name. Was that uh, Greg Pack? Greg Pack, he wrote uh, Hawk for a little bit too, but it was missing. Yeah, it wasn't a little Peter, bit. Of... Peter David. No, uh, I'm talking early 2000s here, buddy. The one where he had Banner Tech and he, he was training Scar and all that stuff. That was uh, years. I uh, guess that could have been. I think that was Greg Pack. 
But that yeah, was, but that before was, that was Peter David too, and that was a long time too. You wrote them in the nineties, eighties to nineties. Yeah, I didn't really read much of his stuff to be honest with you. I read um, uh, the Maestro, Future Imperfect. Yeah, that was that was uh, Peter David. But um, but yeah, I think I think it was Greg Pak, if I'm not mistaken. It probably um, was. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, that was the last time I had Red Hulk, and then I tried a couple of different times throughout the years because he's a character I like. Um, but like uh, I feel like another good jumping on point for me was like uh, After Fear itself when like Hulk and Banner split again. Mm-hmm. But like it just didn't hold my attention. It just ended up being the same old crap of Hulk running away from the government and, you know, shooting tanks at him, he destroys the tanks, runs repeat, you know. Um so they finally did something different with the Immortal Hulk. So although I'm glad that they have an end goal in mind, because I think that's really, really important for any comic book is that you have an end goal in mind. Um I, I'm really sad to kind of see it go. Because I don't know. I mean, it really depends on who follows up the Hulk after this. Um, to really see if, like, uh, if the Hulk will be a mainstay again. Yeah. Or if it was just, a, like, a really acclaimed run. And then, you know, nothing happens with the Hulk afterwards. But um, we got a lot of really cool stuff out of this series. I have not fully caught up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they're still either in the late 30s or early 40s now. So we still have about a year left of Immortal Hulk. At the end of the day, I think it'll be like the end of 2021 or early 2022 that this series will end. I think it'll be early 22. Yeah, yeah. super. Oh, real, really late 2021. Yeah. But um, it's... So, yeah, I mean... I have plenty of time to catch up. I just I've been reading them in the prestige format that Marvel puts out, which is they are collecting things in twelve issue chunks now instead of so like in soft covers you get them in six issue chunks, which come out like pretty much as soon as those six issues are finished, and then they have the twelve issue chunks that come out like once every half a year. Right. So I I've been reading them that way because it's just been easier for me to digest it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to. I, I've read the first twelve issues. Is where I've where I've gotten to. Yes. Um, and I'm planning on reading some more pretty soon because I think that second trade comes out like really soon. Um, but yeah, it's just been such a great run, and and the rumor has it, my just a rumor that the whole reason why Tom King was asked to leave the Batman book is because he his Batman book was not outselling Immortal Hulk like they wanted it to. which is crazy to think about if true is that i mean it does seem like a little weird like oh marvel what's your biggest selling book right now you would think oh it's the x-men it's the avengers it's the fantastic four it's like no it's the hulk for once and that hasn't happened in a very long time if ever but um all in all um are, are you enjoying the series i know you're reading through it yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just because it's different. I've been reading Hulk for years. Certain runs, yeah. it was cool. I just didn't read a lot of stuff in the nineties because it was like way too many goddamn crossovers for him. But um, yeah, he was um, it was really good. I loved it. I loved the fact that they had this whole thing where like he can die and then he only comes out at night because it was like a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde type thing. It was really cool. I loved it. I didn't think I was gonna love it as much as I did. 
Yeah, me me either, honestly. Um, if I could change anything, and mind you, Joe Bennett is, like, a great artist. But if I could change anything about the series, I really love the covers by Alex Ross. If by some miracle we could have a full series of Immortal Hulk drawn by Alex Ross, I feel like he would do a really good job in encapsulating that, like, dark horror aspect to it. I think yeah. his artwork would lend really well to that. But um but yeah, I'm I'm just I'm sad to see it go when it does. I'm I'm glad that there's an end in sight though. At least I know what to look forward to. Uh and I hear I hear that we're getting an immortal She Hulk, but I don't know what that's gonna entail until Empire comes out. Yeah, you gotta wait for that one. I, I'm we talked about this the other day. I'm really not uh too uh keen on that. So I think they got they gave away the savage the savage part of her way too soon. Because, because again, if a book ain't selling, they just say, you know what? Let's not do this anymore. Well, remember, they haven't really said anything other than the fact that it's a one-shot called Immortal She-Hulk. So we don't really know if that means that her powers are going to work the exact same way as Hulk, where she can, like, be disembodied and it comes back together, or if it's literally just, you know... When the Hulk's name is Savage Hulk, she's the Savage She-Hulk. When right. it's the Incredible Hulk, she's the Incredible She-Hulk. So I'm wondering if they're just doing that because right now he is just called the Immortal Hulk. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, do you have any final thoughts today? I think that uh, I think that, that about covers our, uh, our week here. No, I just I wonder if I wish whatever's going on with Nick and get resolves. I would love to hear his thought because he loves Immortal Hulk. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. And I'm pretty sure I think he probably would have brought up a, another comic book today. But, you know, we can always come back this week and do some more test runs, get it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all I mean, good. Hey, technology, you never know what's going to happen. We've, right. we've, we've recorded an entire episode where Nick's voice just didn't even come through. We required, we, we've recorded the entire thing. And that is just like a lost episode now. So, right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my name is Quinn, and this is Sunny, and this has been Comics Collective. Peace out. Bye.